Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Breaking news, brothers and sisters. WWE has brought back CM Punk. That's right. Punk took his tail and tucked it between his legs and came begging back to the big time. In this special edition of the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast, we have humanitarian, actress, international model, Sophia V. She's back to talk about what happened at Survivor Series and also the biggest WWE fan in IWC history, the man known as The Surge. So without further ado, let's get to it. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The queen of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hey, this is The Surge, and you're listening to Duke Loves Wrestling. You stop the presses, craziness happening in pro wrestling. And, you know, I was talking to Sophia V, who was on last week, and she was like, you know, you got to get the surge on your show. You got to get the biggest WWE fan on the planet to talk about this. And I said, you know something, Sophia, I trust you. You always have good ideas and what have you there. So I said, why not? So we reached out to the surge, and he's here for the first time on the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. So, first of all, ladies first, welcome back again, Sophia. Thank you so much. I'm very excited to get right into nitpicking. What what is the right terminology <laughs> to undress maybe uh the survivor series that we just witnessed? Yeah, yeah, nitpicking and we got, undress. We got surge in the building, so it's going to be really fun because I've got some hot takes and I know Surge is not going to be happy. Uh-oh. So so Surge, what's going on, brother? Yo, what's going on? What's going on? It's, it's been crazy, huh? Yeah, it sure has. And I'll just jump right into it. I mean, Surge, CM Punk has been brought back by the WWE. A lot of people feel that this is a good idea, but some people feel this is the biggest mistake in WWE history. What say you, Surge? What's your initial thoughts about this? Well, the moment itself was like a big surprise. Like, it was very, they were speculating weeks now. And, like, I, I've i had, like, my thing with CM Punk. Like, I used to be a fan of his, and then I kind of had a little bit of a, uh, I don't know about this guy, but, you know. And now he's coming back to WWE, and he came back. I'm like, that was a, that was a big surprise. Wow. Like, they, the way they did it was, like, they did it like they did it with, uh, with Bray Wyatt. It's like when you didn't know, when you thought the show was going to be over, and then all of a sudden... You know, the music hits, everyone goes crazy. And it was really unexpected. You know, I'm I'm in like in a wait and see with Punk. I think he's a changed person. Like I don't think he wants his legacy to get ruined that someone that just goes to each company and just burns bridges left and right, you know? Like I'm thinking this is maybe a you know, WWE's a changed company from back then, Punk is a changed person. Uh, it seems, and I'm just like going to wait and see with, with CM Punk right now. 
Interesting. Interesting take there, Serge. I know a lot of people uh, agree with you, but there are a lot of people that disagree as well. Sophia V, do you think CM Punk, the guy that literally just got fired from his last company because he threatened the lives of not only the president of the company, but also the production crew, his fellow wrestlers, do you think a guy like that can be a changed man in such a short amount of time? First of all, I want so I don't know much about CM Punk's like uh, childhood or like growing up as a teenager, but he did grow up in Chicago, right? And obviously, I'm not from America. I've never been to America, but I've heard that Chicago is proper freaking like everyone there is like just really tough, right? So I don't know. Like he he seems really rowdy, and I don't know is is that because he's from like is he from the hood? I don't know. He might have grown up in a like a suburb, a nice suburb in Chicago. I don't know much about him in that sense, but he seems proper rowdy and feisty and he's ready to fight at any minute. And that kind of, to me, as somebody who's never been to America or Chicago, from what I've heard, kind of like embodies the Chicago vibe. I wouldn't necessarily say he's proper hood. Um, and, and Chicago, just like any other major city, you have your your areas that are definitely underprivileged. And because of that, people have to really fight to survive. And then you have your upscale. I think Chicago is number three in the entire United States. They have the most millionaires per capita as a city. So there's definitely a a very high financial bracket in Chicago that dispels a little bit of that. But people who who have to struggle to survive, certainly. And I know that Punk had some issues in in his home life, which contributed to him being the way that he is. So... You know, I wouldn't necessarily say the hood, but definitely he didn't have the easiest uh, upbringing as a child. But with that said, though, how do you apply that to what you've seen from him over the past even year? You know, the fact that he got kicked out of AEW for doing what he did and now WWE brings him back. I mean, what do you think about that, Sophia? So I'm not a fan of Philip, honestly. Um, I think he is whiny. He is like super annoying and irritating. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> Serge, are you going to take that? Do you think that that's true? Do you, do you think Punk is irritating? You know what? I I, I think CM Punk, yeah, he, he could be. He was that at least. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to see, like, people, like, time heals all wounds, you know. He's been, you know, like, and I think it was more on both sides with the AEW thing. Like, I don't know about people fearing for their lives. That's what Tony said. Like, I don't know if Punk was... Saying he was gonna murder people, but like, he, but yeah, there was like a bunch of like stuff happening. Jungle Boy was acting up as well. Punk, the elites, all of them, I think, were uh, like at faults. Like it wasn't just CM Punk. I think, but that, and I think CM Punk saw how things were ran in AEW. Made, made probably made him miss WWE because it's more uh, corporate, not corporate, like more like less amateur than AEW. Like it was more. Behind the scenes is more like you know not less chaotic, less inmates running the asylum type of type of thing with the WWE and, least, and even an AEW wrestler I think said that 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 Punk would probably be in good hands in in WWE because uh, it's like more leadership it seems in the locker rooms. Sophia, we'll start with you on this. Do you think it's possible, Vince McMahon? He's he's older. He doesn't have many more years left where he's going to be able to work at a high level. There, he's sold a bunch of stock. There's a chance he's going to continue to sell more or he might be pushed out of the company because he's still dealing with legal issues. Is it possible that Vince McMahon 
took a CM Punk, knowing that this guy has been a problem everywhere he's been, is it possible that Vince McMahon is trying to destroy the WWE from the inside out? Oh, my God. Um, So I think Vince, regardless of his, like, issues that he has, he's a great businessman, right? And I don't think he brings his, like, own person, like, personal feelings towards somebody when it comes to his business. Because even, even in the Attitude Era, I'm sure those guys, even, like, guys that he really loved as his maybe his own children and would be like oh I love you like I Kurt Angle was saying how you know he used to call him and be like I love you not like I love you in a in a, a way like in a in an intimate way but like his son you know what I mean um and then there's obviously guys that he's hired who he probably doesn't like but he knows that are good for his for the business um I don't understand the C- CM Punk phenomenon I just mentioned earlier like uh that I don't I don't like Philip Philip <laughs> I'm going to call him Philip, but I don't like Philip. Um, And uh, I think I don't, I really do not understand the phenomena behind him either. Uh, People really like him regardless. And it's very strange to me that people really like him. I know in his first run, he must have. So I find him very like soppy and whiny, but maybe when he's talking like that, it hits home for some people. Like they really feel it, you know? Um, and uh, I just don't understand that. I really don't understand that personally. It's like, what in my eyes, why would you, why would you like somebody like that? And I don't think he can perform. I've watched him wrestle in AW. He's he's not to the level he was. Obviously we all age. I understand that. But like people are like, oh my God, match, match of the decade, Seth, Seth Rollins and CM Punk. It's like Seth is going to have to carry him the entire match. He can't wrestle. He can't go. And what we probably want like 45 minutes, maybe half an hour of that match. CM Punk can't, can't go for that long, man. He's not with it, you know? So I just, I don't understand. He's good on the mic. So give him a man, man, managerial role but as a wrestler I don't know but I do see that people like him I don't know why maybe you can tell me what do you think the phenomena behind CM Punk the brand the man the myth the legend is sir do you want to take that one I mean why do you think people gravitate to CM Punk so much Uh, CM Punk is like a cult like the song says cult of personalities like he's a he's a very he's a he's a guy that a lot of people like Back then, like he was one of like, he's like probably actually he was the first indie person I think that made it to the top, to where to to WWE championship to to the main events scene, like he was like the first indie guy. Then Brian, Daniel Bryan came in and all these other indie people started to get pushed. Like he he's a he's a guy that a lot of people thought that with the pipe bomb in 2011 that it was very you know he said a lot of true stuff and. You know, I saw. I haven't seen much of him in AEW because I, I stopped watching AEW. But like, I seen some stuff of Punk, and like, he, I, he, I heard he had some good matches, uh, Sophia. So I don't know. Like, he's. I think he could probably still go. Like, and I think Seth and Punk could could, make, could create magic. But I don't think Vince McMahon actually was the one that brought. Because I heard Vince was has had no. Uh, dealings with this it was all nick khan and tri- triple h and they thought maybe you know punk is just like he could there's a fans want him and he could bring a lot of money 
And they're like, they're more, this WWE is more receptive than Mrs. WWE to listen to fans and what they want. And they think they could get more ratings with CM Punk. So I think that's why they brought him in. And I think they could handle CM Punk more better than an AEW can. So they're like, you know, it's like risk and reward. You got to weigh in your options with CM Punk, really. Like, and I think, you know, I, I think Punk, you know, he saw, he, he knows how people see him. Like, it's a toxic person. And I think he wants to leave a good, a better legacy than that. And he wants to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. So I think he's going to not want to screw this up this time. You know, this is like a second, like it's a second, second chance at WWE. He's like, this is his second chance to prove people wrong. Because a lot of people would be thinking that he's just a locker room cancer and like, so if he messes this up, you know, that's going to tarnish him for good. Like, he, he already knows what happened with AEW and also WWE in the past. He had some problems, but I think WWE could handle CM Punk better, just in case. But yeah. Listen, I, I mean, CM Punk is the kind of guy who has a charismatic personality. You know, he really does a great job of building relationships with people yeah. who feel like they don't fit in. So we're not talking about the, you know, somebody with the star quality of a Roman Reigns. We're not even talking about somebody of the star quality of a Miz. We're, we're literally talking about people like Joey Mercury in the past. Mm-hmm. We're, we're talking about FTR. You know, we're talking about people who legitimately feel like they should be the top people they should be at the top of the card they should be the ones making the most money because they work the hardest and they can't understand why you would pay a big star like roman reigns when you got somebody like cm punk i mean come on you know so punk does a very good job of you know for lack of a better term preying on the insecurities of people like that and making them feel like he's their advocate and because of that he's able to divide locker rooms that is his history he gets people to push against the system and, you know, separate themselves from everybody else and drives a wedge. And unfortunately, and you can look at Punk's work history to see the proof in the pudding. When mm-hmm. things go wrong after a couple of years, what happens to those people who were his disciples? You know, they get left in the lurch. What's happening with FTR right now? What's happening with Ricky Starks right now? What's happening with, with people, you know, just like what happened to Festus and, 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 and Joey Mercury and, and folks like that, Serena Deeb, they were left in the lurch when CM Punk finally had his little big outburst and he, and he had to be removed from the company. Sophia, does that make sense? I mean, especially where you come from, where you, you're, you're out there in, uh, in London, does it make sense when you look at a person who is able to prey on people's insecurities and separate them? And then just leave them out there to dry afterwards because, oh, by the way, it's still all about them. You know what you just said actually made me think of something totally different. And like CM Punk is known for being somebody who's like straight edge, never drunk, never done any drugs, right? And I think for like people that I've spoke to about wrestling who have never done drugs or never drank, kind of see him like, you know, he's the man because he kind of made being sober cool, which is kind of rare because everyone like you know, glorifies drinking and like, you know, partying and getting like wasted. And he was like somebody who was actually, you know, kind of made it cool to actually not do those things. And people who I know who have never like 
done anything see him as the man because he's like the only maybe famous person that they know that was kind of you know never done anything have you had that yeah absolutely absolutely so so i i wonder though because we don't know for sure what's really going on there yeah you know what i mean but is that is that all a mirage because because here's the problem why does it end up falling apart so often for him i mean why do you think sophia punk is able to um, put himself in a position where he gets ostracized because of the way that he acts. Well, I was speaking to someone and they said that he behaves like he's a prison gang leader. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, to be honest, because then I'm thinking, is it the Chicago in him? Like, I don't know. You know, you said he's kind of had a tough childhood, but maybe that's, you know, like, he thinks he's that guy. He thinks he's a G. Um, and and then he goes to companies and recruits, recruits like members. He's like daddy and, you know, uh, he recruits. <laughs> he's like daddy and he recruits members, right? And then the thing is the people like, maybe if he recruited somebody who could talk that talk like he is recruiting like you just mentioned FTR and Ricky Starks they're great wrestlers but I mean if you got into beef like because it is kind of beef he's threatening people are they gonna have your back can they actually you know go the full way I don't think so so like he's kind of he's not recruiting somebody on on level with him he's kind of getting people who are lower than him which kind of makes sense if you're trying to build a uh build a what is it called not a cult but you know something like that an empire yeah yeah you don't want another like alpha because then you you're gonna clash clash so i think i do not though he is he is alpha he is alpha people people are scared of cm punk yeah but like not as in he's gonna fight you and but like he's just got that aura like he you I don't know. People are scared of him. I don't see why, though. You know, is he like proper like psychopath? Like he'll fuck you. I don't, <laughs> is he? I don't well, know. not so much. I mean, he he had a couple of MMA fights professionally, and he got his ass kicked in the UFC. So I don't know. Maybe because he's a he's a trained fighter. He's a he's a good fighter when it comes to pro wrestlers who are not necessarily trained real fighters. But he got beat up pretty well in the UFC and, he, and embarrassed himself. Yeah. So I, I I don't I don't know. That's that's a good good uh, question to ask there though. Serge, what what's your take? Yeah, the thing like like UFC, like I, he did get a lot of respect though, because not a lot of wrestlers get like do go to MMA and that's like a different world. And like he did get a lot of respect from Dan White. And also I think one of those fights they, they took the loss off because one of those guys uh cheated because they took something and punk of course is straight edge, so he didn't take anything. And like so, I think one of those losses got like uh, vanished from his record. So he's really one and zero, zero and one, I guess. But so that's what, but yeah. And CM Punk, you know, he's uh, he, he does you know look. Uh, he's like a wrestler's wrestler, really. He gets a lot of respect also with with a lot of uh, wrestlers like that are like an FTR, like you know that they're, they're a wrestler, wrestler like. They, Punk is not like, you know, Roman Reigns, like you said, or The Miz. He's more like in the indie side of things. And he's and he sticked up for a lot of people, like, in the past that weren't getting pushed. Like, he will, like, say, oh, this guy should be pushed. Like, that guy should be pushed. Like, so he's like, you know, he's so he's like, he says, like, he himself says he's not for everybody. He's going to say some stuff that is probably going to be controversial. Like, 
he's very outspoken and stuff. But I think he lasted more years in WWE than AEW. So I'm thinking WWE, he can't be acting up like that in WWE more like he wasn't with AEW where he was allowed to do a lot of these stuff, you know, just – well, he, he's not going to challenge anybody to a fight in WWE because, you know, like uh, Bobby Lashley <laughs> beat the hell out of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine. You know, Bobby Lashley would rip his face off, so you can't do that. It, you start going yeah. down the line, and it's like these these are not guys, uh, Chad Gable, guys like that who, who have oh, Olympic yeah. wrestling backgrounds. You're not going to do anything. Shinsuke Nakamura, Shinsuke Nakamura would destroy him. So, I, yeah, yeah I, I don't think he's going to be challenging people to step outside in the WWE like <laughs> the little guys in AEW. Good luck to that. But let's let's fast forward for a second. We'll start with you, Serge, on this one. Two years from now, mm-hmm. when we look back on this time, did this hurt the WWE in the long run because CM Punk is so volatile, because he's so unpredictable? Will this hurt the WWE in the long term, or was this a brilliant idea when we look back two years from now, I think right now we're in like in the honeymoon phase of this return. Uh, I'm so two years from now. Hmm. I think CM Punk wants his legacy to. Like, he wants to prove people wrong in, in the other company in AEW. He wants to because you know there was a lot of finger pointing and Punk was like you know he wants to I think prove people wrong. So I'm thinking he's gonna. I don't want to say be on his best behavior, like you know, like oh, he's oh, he's gonna be like Hulk Hogan in two thousand two, like he's gonna like be more like in like now Hogan was you know, willing to job to people and like even tapped out to Kurt Angle. He's gonna be more willing if he has a job to people, like you know, he will he will be willing to put people over that he has to put over. He's not gonna like because I heard people like oh man, he ruined that Hangman Page, who was. And come up and he buried him and you know and I heard that you know there was like a whole drama with that as well with him and Hangman and the elite and you know they were also mad but I don't know it's like I think CM Punk is not gonna act this way in WWE I think his legacy is on the line and he's gonna want to you know because I man I I was the biggest CM Punk fan but like like over before like like months before he left I was starting to get sour on him. There's a lot of shenanigans I've heard, and you know, you know, so I became like one of his biggest fans, so one of his biggest detractors. And right now, I'm in like you know, I really like I didn't think that would be needed punk, but it's like a nice thing on the kick, I guess. Like because like WWE's doing record numbers right now, uh, they're doing like great attendance and they're doing lots of money in this TKO, like you know, like merger, like it's really big right now, like. Triple H has the reins right now. It's creative. Mystic Man no longer has control creative. Triple H and Nick Khan thought this was the best idea to have CM Punk to create more buzz. And, like, I guess it's like a risk and reward type of thing where, like, you know, you know just the risk of CM Punk being in WWE because some people, like, you know, like Seth Rollins, for example, like, he has personal beef with him, but he also has personal beef with – he had personal beef with Riddle. And Cody and others, and he still was able to work. And I think he could work with CM Punk, and they could create a lot of money. Something that I think he could have done in AEW with the elites, but the elite didn't want to work with him. Well, I mean, who wants to work with a guy who just beats you up in real life? So I, mm-hmm. I can, I can understand that, even though I'm no no fan of the elite. But mm-hmm. so, so you feel it's going to be positive. Two years when we look back, this was a good move by WWE. 
there's money to be made. Like I, I think a lot of people like they, they see CM Punk, they may not like him. Like Roman Reigns, I think said he doesn't like him, but he's willing to work with him. And I think you know there's a good dynamic with Heyman as well there. With so I there's there's a lot of good dynamics with Punk and a lot of dream matches to be had. And I think like in WWE they know they consider like. The elite, I guess, didn't like care about the money. They were more, you know, personal with Punk. But I guess WWE, I've heard a lot of people are willing to work with him. So they're Interesting. like, you know, they're willing to put put that beef on the side to get because they know that there's a bigger picture here. There's like money to be made. There's a lot of big feuds, a lot of stuff you can play from real life tension into storyline. Like people really thought, and, I, and I've heard Seth Rollins like. You, you saw that video of Seth Rollins, like, you know, flipping him off and cursing him out? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there I might think, be some real feelings in there. There might be. I, I think I heard um, it was a work. <laughs> I'm it like, could, wow. It, it could be a little bit of both. But, Sophia, let's, yeah. let's, let's jump to you on this one, though. Two years down the line, you know, and, and you heard what Serge had to say, especially about people, you know, are they going to use their personal vendettas to get in the way of business or are they going to focus on business? Two years down the line, we look back on this. Will we say that WWE made the right move or will we say that bringing in CM Punk was one of the biggest mistakes they could have ever made? I'm not sure. How much have they, do you Do you have any idea how much they've invested like to bring him back? Well, he has at least a three-year deal. Okay. Um, and he And they already announced that he is going to be speaking on Raw tonight. And they're in the process of negotiating a new um, television distribution deal for Raw. So this is a this is a major investment. They're basically signaling to anybody who is bidding to air Raw for the next five years. Hey, mm-hmm. we got one of the biggest names in the history of wrestling that we built. CM mm-hmm. Punk, he's back. So yeah. I, I think it's a, I think it's a major investment that they put into it. Okay, so yeah, if they if they so if they can make that, and I know like I. Uh, the they've been pushing the t-shirt really hard. I'm seeing like crazy everywhere, like ads for a CM Punk t-shirt. So that must have the, the the sales in that must have been really good for them. They're probably that was probably the highest selling t-shirt uh this weekend. I think. What do you think? Well, I don't know because keep in mind when, when did it go on sale? It, it it didn't go on sale technically until the end of the pay per view. Yeah, right? that's true. So so it, it in the end it will be, but. I think that, you know, it's still kind of early to tell because, you know, people are still buying the L.A. Night merchandise and stuff yeah. like that. So so who knows? But again, long term, do you, do you think it's going to be a good idea or do you think a guy like you like you said, Philip, as, as you would say, Philip, <laughs> do you think, <laughs> think Philip uh, will be such a big problem that it'll end up being a bad idea in the end? I don't think I think I think be, uh, so I think WWE on a, on a business like forget the actual wrestling as a business right so they've invested in bringing this guy back hopefully they're trying to you know make some profit on him he's definitely going to be the he is the most spoken about thing right now in wrestling right regardless of company he's the biggest thing Re- do you know what's actually quite sad off topic um the whole pay-per-view Everyone was just talking about CM Punk. Everyone forgot about the actual matches. Mm-hmm. Um, it completely obliterated everything that went on that night, which is kind of unfortunate. But anyways, that's that's a, a whole different um, conversation. I think I think if they continue um, to like push him and create big momentum with other wrestlers um, and and 
you know, get him on some red carpets, man. Get him out there, you know? Because, yeah, yeah he, he's not homegrown. He's from the Indies. But technically, on a, on a grander scale, he is a WWE guy. He's got, yeah. you know, some something uh, Serge mentioned about Heyman. That's probably the only person I'm looking forward to seeing him with because they do have this history together, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. imagine the promos that will come from Heyman. Like, that's going to be so nuts. So I think, I think if they... If they, the writers, strategically book him in a in a way that they're able to just like rinse, rinse, <laughs> rinse everyone's money, <laughs> <laughs> um, they're gonna make the money back from him plus more, and that's what they want, right? I don't. Is he a team player? I don't know. I mean, it's all well, well and good when the cameras are on. But he's not a on, team player. He's a selfish. You know what? That's what I'm yeah. saying. So when they're on the road together. And they, you know, they're not on TV now. They're maybe in the gym or they're doing, like, how's that going to play out, you know? And what if they try to gang up on him just because, why not ambush him? <laughs> um, how, how, how will he react? It's, I think it's going to be a, a, a test on his uh, way to control his emotions. Mm-hmm. And if he can just use the emotions to create great promos, then sure, you know, because he is great on the mic. And one thing about a lot of the new people that are coming up, they're not good on the mic. He can he can guide a lot of the youngers, you know. Yo, yeah, yeah. You know, CM Punk is that kid with daddy issues. He's that yeah. kid who every time he picks up a mic, he's complaining to his daddy about how much he never hugged him, how much he never loved him enough, and because of that, he's going to rebel. And like you said earlier, Sophia, I think that a lot of people feel the same way. And whether it be, you know, literally a parent or or a manager at work or a teacher, there are a lot of people out there who feel like someone who should have loved them more didn't love them enough. And because of that, they're going to inflict on others as a result. And 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 that's not just a character. We can see in the in the real man's actions, that's who CM Punk is, clearly. That's who Philip is. Um, (laughs) so I'm concerned and Serge, I don't want to disrespect anybody because I know that you're the biggest WWE fan in IWC, but I'm going to tell you right now, I think Triple H needs to be removed from his position. And I think we need a full performance review of him because this is the biggest mistake he ever made in his life. And he keeps doing these boneheaded things. I call him new Coke. He's not Vince McMahon. He's a poor excuse, a poor attempt to be Vince McMahon. And in reality, the guy just keeps on screwing up. You don't take a locker room that's harmonious, that's been getting along, people like each other in that company, and then you take a guy like CM Punk, who has been nothing but a complete virus, and inflict him upon a company that's doing so well right now. I think in the short term, we're going to see big ratings, we're going to see people make a lot of money, but in the long term, CM Punk is going to ruin WWE, and I'm telling everybody listening right now, I blame all of you for not pulling up your skinny jeans and putting the flavored malt beverage down, for not calling out the WWE and telling them they should have never brought this jerk back in there, okay? I blame all of you out there, and two years from now, when Punk does what he always does, and he takes his ball and goes home, and then everyone's wondering what happened, I'm going to be the first to stand here, and I'm going to say, in Sophia's accent, Philip. That's all I'm going to say. I'm just going to say Philip, Okay. Because that's what happens when you have piss poor management like like Triple H. Serge, I'll let you have your last word. Man, that's a hot take though. Because that uh, Triple H should get a. I, 
I think a lot of people prefer Triple H over Vince. He's more like lenient and more like a wrestler's like, you know, he's more like because he, he was a wrestler himself. He knows what the wrestlers want. And I think like he I think CM Punk, um, you're saying he's a toxic. I mean, yeah, I think a year ago I would have been this, t- saying the same thing. Oh, no, I don't want Punk in WWE. But like, it's like time heals like everything in the hall wounds. Like I'm just thinking maybe, just maybe he doesn't want his legacy to be that of a toxic person that just goes to every company he's and like and and destroys it. And like and his return did a lot of like it's doing so many views and like hold on a second there, sir. You think Tony Khan is 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 uh healed after his life was put in danger by this guy? You think his you think he's healed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I heard he he fired him because his lawyers uh, suggested he should he should definitely let him go. But Tony, he was a big CM Punk person. He was, he wanted to build AEW around CM. And Punk. look what Punk did to him. Punk literally put his life in danger. Yeah, it was like their biggest draw, and then yeah, that stuff happened. And I mean, I think Tony kind of like uh, when he tenny says is my life was in danger i kind of there's a lot of people that scoff at that like come on like i, I mean i guess you know but yeah he, there was some trouble with jack jack perry did kind of also you know like with the crimea river line you know like, he stuck up for himself serge you, you, you're gonna let a guy like <laughs> punk push you around threaten to beat you up and then you're not gonna stick up for yourself no, like, yeah, so, but, so he chokes jack perry because jack perry actually spoke up for and defended himself yeah, I don't know. I guess it's because, like, man, you're like, but like that, that, that was like, they could have like let that alone. Like, Jack Perry, I think, you know, yeah, he probably, you know, he got mad at what Punk said about the glass stuff. And like, so he said, Cry me a river. And like, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. You know, no, I, I, Jack I, Perry I, is I, a I, hero. CM Punk is a, is, is a virus. Uh, Jack yeah. Perry is a superstar. CM Punk yeah. is no tatted up. Philip, that's what he Jungle, is. Jungle okay, boy. that's what yeah. he is. Yeah. Sophia, what, right? Is, <laughs> look at yeah. look at Jack Perry with his with his with his with his beautiful hair. You see his his his, his beautiful curly oh. hair. His father was a movie star. Uh, you know Jack Perry's father. I listen. I know about Jack Perry's story. Jack Perry's father used to take him to wrestling school and help him get trained. You're talking about a kid who was hugged by his daddy. Okay, and that's why CM Punk doesn't like Jack Perry. Okay, because Jack Perry is the complete opposite of me. Jack Perry doesn't have any stupid tattoos all over himself. Jack Perry's not walking around with a big Pepsi label on himself like a walking billboard. Jack Perry's a star, and CM Punk wants to be Jack Perry. That's why he tried to beat him up. What do you think? Uh, No, I agree with you definitely. He wants to be Jack Perry. He's yeah, he's jealous that. Jack Perry's dad was a movie star, and Jack Perry's dad hugged him. 100%. His dad was there, you know, watching his um, his early early growth to becoming... His dad helped him pursue his dream sure of did. becoming a wrestler. Sure did. Sure did. He said, Daddy, I want to be a wrestler, and Daddy went and made it happen. So CM Punk has a problem with Jack Perry because Jack Perry represents what it means to be somebody who has all of the support that CM Punk never had in life. And that's why he did what he did. And that's why he did it to Tony Khan too, because Tony Khan's daddy loves him so much. He bought so a wrestling much. company Jesus. for him. He bought a wrestling <laughs> company for him. Okay. Uh, so, so, so that's why CM Punk has a problem, but look what he does. 
he tucks his tail between his legs and he goes running back to Vince McMahon, the ultimate daddy. Right. He goes running back to Vince McMahon, who Vince, you know, he didn't necessarily like his dad. His dad made him buy the company off of him. So I think Punk probably looks at Vince like, yeah, you know, you're kind of more like me than Tony Khan. And that's why he came running back with his tail between his legs after he sued the company and talked all that trash. Serge, I'm telling you right now, I'm blaming you. If WWE loses money overall, if another company comes and destroys them and becomes number one, I'm blaming you, Serge, because as their number one fan, you should have told WWE, you should have called Vince McMahon and Triple H personally and told them not to do this deal. You know, the thing is, I'm seeing AEW not doing that well after Punk left, and there's still some drama in AEW with some other people like I don't know I get it CM Punk also is like a he, like it was like a, I think it was more like you know it wasn't just all, all CM Punk's fault it was it was on all sides and Jack Perry you know I I think you know well there's a lot of people that do like him but there's a lot of people that wish he didn't do what he did to drive Punk away he stuck up and, for himself he stuck up they, for himself and there's some people that think he's a devil and and they hope it's not he, <laughs> There's some people that hope that really hope that he's not because they really don't like Jack Perry. But yeah, I know I get it. People are syncing up for themselves, and like CM Punk, I guess is, has done that as well. He, he, he if he sees like a wrong, he will stick up for himself. Like so, I guess like you know because Punk and actually Punk said a lot of good nice things about Jack Perry in the beginning. So it's funny how things have you know ended up with that, and like you know now he's in WWE. Now he hasn't. He's having another chance. I think. And it's, Vince had no say in this, in this at all. It was all Triple H and Nick Khan. I don't no, tri- no, no. CM Punk called Vince McMahon and said, "Daddy, I want to come home." Okay, <laughs> I don't think TKO had tears it. in his eyes. Daddy, I want to come home. That's what happened. Daddy, I will be better this time. I, I, I learned my, you know, that I made mistakes in the past. Mm-hmm. I I'm, I don't want to be on punishment anymore. I want to come yeah. home, Daddy. I want to please. That's yeah. CM Punk came on his knees, but he even had to apologize to the Miz. Okay, that's what Vince McMahon yeah. told him to do. Then you got to apologize to your brother. All the negative things you said about the Miz, who's a Hall of Famer, you know, as yeah. soon as he retires. Yeah, yeah. Vince McMahon made CM Punk do the one thing he never wanted to do: apologize to the Miz for all the stuff he said about him. So, what does that tell you? That tells me, you know, look, but I don't think, you know, Vince was really – like a TKO, I, for sure, I don't think was – it definitely – Endeavor has a good relationship with TM Punk, but like Triple H said, no, they didn't – like when asked, he didn't – like TKO had nothing to do with this. It was all Nick Khan and Triple H. No, that big daddy Vince, Vince McMahon. McMahon, okay? Vince McMahon. No, I don't think Vince McMahon had done either. <laughs> I don't think Vince McMahon either, but yeah. But yeah, CM Punk, yeah, he's, he had to say sorry to Miz. He had to say – he the whole locker punk. room, he apologized for being the type of jerk that he's been. Yeah, okay. and he is. Okay. And, he, and you know what, Punk? You should apologize to me. If you thought you were getting me to come here to debate about that, hey, I, I agree with you, bro. I, 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 that's the thing. Like, I'm just thinking, I, I, like, there's time heals all wounds. I don't. No, I'm maybe, not healed. I want, I want an apology you know, from CM Punk right now. I want an apology. Sophia, take us out. What do, what do you think? What's your last yeah, words? Yeah, I want an apology too. Philip, Philip, we want an apology. I didn't from apologize. You. Come on, Philip. Apologize, like he said to this. That's right. We should we should get T-shirts printed. <laughs> Philip, apologize. That's Definitely. it. That's it. Because because here's the thing. 
and 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 I'll just I'll end it on this, and then we'll let you folks plug your social media. But here's the thing: you have children that are watching. You have young, impressionable minds that are watching. You have people like Sophia said, straight edge people. Like Serge said, you know, you you have people who want to follow yeah. somebody and want to be like them. And yeah. CM Punk has led a lot of people astray with the way that he's conducted himself. He's conducted himself like a bully. He's conducted himself like somebody who stomps their feet and raises hell and they don't get their way. He's conducted himself like somebody who you really don't want to do business with. And because of that, Philip, you owe us all an apology. Sophia, take us out. Okay, so yeah, definitely. Um, and this, I mean, everyone's saying that AEW um, is this is over for them, right? But who knows? Like at the end of the day, this could be the CM Punk could be that much of a virus that he brings down the entire company, and AEW has the opportunity now to rise up. Agreed. I don't think they will let it go to that though. That's. Like if the if Punk does you know because they think Punk is going to be a money maker for them and I think you know he, he could be and like I think they see a risk and reward with Punk so like may hey if Punk I don't think it, like if like if Punk starts you know acting up I think they're gonna put, squash that real quick you know Tony really let CM Punk you know like his free reign over everything like Tony gets is very least like leaderless and like directionless in AEW right now and like. They don't have no direction, and you can see, in like in the, like like WWE has, they they definitely don't have no leadership in the locker rooms. Like, CM, like everyone's just getting like that's why someone in AEW were like, CM Punk would probably be able to, cope, like be better in WWE because like there's more leadership and there's more, there's like an atmosphere where you know Punk, you know, is more a professional atmosphere because like even Punk in the press conference in AEW, he was like. I'm working with amateurs, or what, I don't know what verbatim what he said. So wait like, a second, Serge, are, are you saying Tony Khan is not professional? No, I'm saying the wrestlers that he hires are not professional. That's the thing, and he doesn't. And Tony is not like a dictator, like you know. No, one of that's not the word. It's like he's not like a controlled person. Like he he lets people do you know what they want to do, right? He's not like a you know. I'm not saying he's like you know. I'm not saying Tony is this. Like he's like a unprofessional, but he's definitely not someone that. You know, puts his foot down. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, he's not Tony like, Khan. Tony Khan jumped in my inbox and yelled at me one time because he didn't like when I was tweeting about something. And and we had a nice long conversation on a Wednesday, right, right before Dynamite was going to air live ooh. on TV. Tony Khan jumped in my inbox to straighten me out. This guy is a billionaire, and yeah. he is not going to sit back and let people make him the laughing stock of the world. I expect Tony Khan to come out swinging. Watch your back, Philip. Tony Khan might buy Pepsi and make Philip take that Pepsi taxi off his own. I'm just saying. Tony Khan, he's a bad man. He's no, and you know what? And Tony Khan doesn't drink regular milk. He drinks almond milk. So you better watch it, okay? His dad's a gangster. His dad is a gangster. He's got that mustache. That that he got that mustache. Anybody with a mustache like that? Yeah, you can't mess with anybody with a mustache like that. So that's the way it is. Sophia, what's the best way everybody can keep up with you? Um, you can find me on Instagram X and. TikTok at Vocal Minds, Sophia. Over to you, Serge. That's all right, Serge. What's the best way everyone can keep up with you? Because you are always tweeting something interesting. I'm always on Twitter tweeting something. Yeah, I really only use Twitter. Really, I, I, I use others, other stuff. But you can find me on 
ad guru of all things. Yeah, I, I really mostly use Twitter and yeah, I do tweet a lot. I do. I kind I, of, every time I have a thought in my head, I'm like, oh, I got to tweet this out. I got to tweet this out. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> was, I, I was looking at your page, Serge, and I was wondering if you were Triple H in disguise because. Literally. <laughs> no way. I'm still wondering if I've been talking to Triple H this whole Triple time. Triple H has not this, this much, like, now Triple H is way more busy than me. I, I don't think he's going to be a tweeting. Like, yeah, but I do. I am very pro WWE, but you know, I try not to be biased either. either. Like, yeah, AEW, I don't, you're not. And then I like I don't like AEW that much. You know, I used to watch it. You know, I I I was into TNA once. Then Dixie Carter happened, and I think Tony's a Jacksonville Dixie. Really, I think he's like like Randy Orton said, he's like Jacksonville Dixie. He's the male version of Dixie Carter, and like he has like Dixie had her parents' money to do what she did, and now Tony has you know his dad's money to do what he's doing, and and he's, CM he's, Punk he's, doesn't, and that's why CM Punk is jealous. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Listen, I appreciate you both uh, for joining us on the Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast. Once again, Philip, you owe us an apology. We yeah, expect we're it. getting those t-shirts. That's oh, right. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. what are the t-shirts going to say, Sophia? Apologize. You owe us an apology. That's right. Definitely head over to our friends over at liquidiv.com. Use the promo code Duke Loves Wrestling. That's all together, no spaces. Duke loves wrestling. You're going to save 20% off of your entire order with Liquid IV. It is something that I absolutely enjoy. I am a hydration stick lover. Okay, it is something that I've incorporated into my everyday routine these days. Hydration sticks are very important. You open it up, you put it in your bottle of water, shake that sucker up. You're getting all of your B vitamins. You're, you're getting hydration on another level beyond just a regular bottle of water, you know, and, and certainly we need it this time of year with everything going on. You, you're going to be going uh, to different places for the holidays. You're going to be running around shopping, especially Black Friday, whatever you have going on. OK, you want to make sure that you stay hydrated. And one of the best ways to do so is with liquid IV. And yes, you can go into the stores and purchase it. So, you know, get it however way you, you want to get it. But if you want to save some money, use Duke Loves Wrestling at liquidiv.com. That way, 20% off, you can get even more. Okay, that's your entire order on liquidiv.com. So what are you waiting for? Shop better hydration today. That's right. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're desperately out of time on Duke Love Wrestling.